What's up, food history nerds? I'm Celine Roberts, and you're listening to 5 Minutes in Food History. When we left Pittsburgh Brewing Company, they had just filed for bankruptcy and were again on the chopping block. Can yet another owner pull the company from the mud back to its former glory? Editor-in-Chief Charlie Deach has the details. This is the agony and the ecstasy of Iron The old president, Harvey Sanford. Harvey Sanford decides he's going to buy Iron City. And again, another guy who loves the brand, who knows the brand, he's going to save the company because he knows the ingredient. And one thing that everyone told me was the secret sales ingredient was personal relationships. They had a massive sales force at Iron City. And from the time they opened, they had a sales force that knew every bar owner by first name. They, you know, they were dropping off gifts for the kids at Christmas time. They were, you know, bringing stuff by, you know, gifts for the wife or the husband. And, oh, look, look what I got for you, tickets. Handing out Pirates and Steelers tickets and things like that to woo these guys. And these guys were buying their beer, buying a lot of their beer. So these guys, Mike Graham, another guy, Bill Sukic, who was the, uh, who was the sales manager there between um, – and 1996 when, when, the, when the company was sold – um, they knew that that was the key. And they knew that Harvey Sanford was a guy who knew that that was a key. So Harvey Sanford goes into bankruptcy court with his attorneys, and he bids $28.7 million for Iron City. Another bidder sort of came out of nowhere, and this bidder's name was Joe Piccarelli. Joe Piccarelli owned some waste management companies based out of Robinson Township, Moon, and so forth. Again, this is another guy who didn't know anything about brewing, but he knew about spending his money, I guess. And he knew he wanted to wanted to be a brewer. One of these guys told me that it's something about rich guys. They buy breweries like they buy ball clubs and racehorses. It's just some status symbol. It's like um, how young white guys start breweries now. Exactly. Yeah, like it's exactly right. you either own one or you start one. Right. Yeah, you start – well, I was brewing this in my – I was making this in my house and I had to sit in my closet. And I decided – you know, my friend said this is really good. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to sell it. <laughs> so <laughs> this is on a much larger scale. The bidding starts at $28.7 million, and it goes up in $100,000 increments. Harvey Sanford jumps the bidding to $29.2 million. Piccarelli's people ask for a recess. They come in and they bid $29.4 million. And at that point, Harvey Sanford's lawyer, Chris Hole, who I also interviewed for this piece, he told Harvey that he was never going to get this brewery. If he bid a billion dollars... Piccarelli was going to bid a billion too. So the good guys just can't win. The good guys can't win. And it's sort of like this is the turning point. You had two owners before this, one guy who almost ruined the company, one guy who did the company okay, but he also ruined the company by his own misdeeds. But now this is sort of the turning point of this is the point of no return, I would find. Joe Piccarelli era was the point of no return for, for Iron City Beer. Because you really lost – Harvey Sanford would die a few years later. You really lost the last person who who would probably have made another play for the company. But he realized that it just wasn't – it wasn't going to happen. So Joe Piccarelli takes over and he's another guy. He had big dreams for Iron City. After the sale, he went and he met with reporters and he said, we're going to move this beer all over the country. Once again, we have a guy who's not content with being the best beer in Pittsburgh. He wants to have the best-selling beer in America. This lawyer, Chris Hole, says, 
we already were bigger than Anheuser-Busch in Pittsburgh, but that was never good enough. And I think that that's something like for some reason, despite how popular they could be here, there was always some sort of like inferiority complex. If this beer isn't being consumed in New York or Nebraska, it wasn't successful. Joe Piccarelli decided that Iron City was the perfect beer for Cleveland. So the two of them went on sales calls to Cleveland. Mike Graham said, I told him everything that makes Iron City what it is in Pittsburgh is the reason it will never sell in Cleveland. Piccarelli responded, we'll put a Browns logo on it. They'll drink it. They took it up there, of course, in their Cleveland Browns cans, and nobody wanted it. It was an absolute failure. Piccarelli apparently was famous for saying, we just have to change the way they think. We are in the late 90s, starting to turn into the next century. Things are starting to not go well at Iron City. It's brewing a lot less beer than it used to. The other problem was the more beer that Sam Adams, don't forget we had Sam Adams in the picture, the more beer that Sam Adams brewed, they would get a cut on their price. Um, And they're brewing out of the same facility. Yeah, they're brewing out of the same facility using the same equipment. And at that time, again, they're brewing so much beer that the equipment is starting to fall into disarray. It's not being maintained as much as it should at that time. But when it was being maintained, the only guy paying for it were the Sam Adams people. A brewery has to take care of its equipment in order for it to be successful. At that time, they were brewing 500,000 barrels a year of Sam Adams. Um, Piccarilli jumped the price up incredibly. Um, He said, this is our deal. Take it or leave it. And, um, and so they left it. So Yeah. So the, the Sam Adams people left it. They cut their order that day from 500,000 barrels to 100,000 barrels. And within a few months, they canceled the entire order and they built their own brewery, which is now, again, one of the, one of the busiest breweries in the world. They sort of shot themselves in the foot. So now with the Sam Adams people gone, nobody's paying. To For five more minutes in food history... Visit our archives at www.pghcitypaper.com or subscribe to City Paper Podcasts in iTunes. Stay tuned for the next installment in our Iron City series, coming in two weeks. Until next time, go make some history of your own.